You are listening to Vets Nation Talks, the show that highlights veteran-owned businesses, the people, and their mission. Thousands of successful businesses are owned and operated by seasoned veterans, and their stories are inspiring. Join Carl Wolfenden as he has conversations with our heroes, talking about their mission out of uniform. Veterans Supporting Veterans on Vets Nation Talks. The guests and topics on this show are not always affiliated with Vets Nation's talks, and any comments are the opinions of the individuals, and we strongly advise, before making any decisions, to research the options available. Vets Nation Talks, the voice of VetsForVetsNation.com with Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Vets for Vets Nation Talks. And as we've been doing over the past, you know, um, few weeks, we've been having some great conversations with uh, with veterans um, from, we've had the Marines, we've had the Army, and we've had the Air Force on. And so uh, over the past uh, uh, few, I'm, I'm waiting for a Space Force person to come on. Because I think, you know, I'm, I'm looking for that, but maybe that's in a few years' time it'll happen, I don't know. But, um, you know, as, as, we, as we sort of have been been doing on our vetsforvetsnation.com community where we've really launched this to uh, bring our veteran friends to support veterans um you know from a business standpoint and from a you know a one-on-one basis etc we've been running stories and some great stories and of course last week we were running a story um uh, to really commemor- commemorate uh, the uh, the September 11th uh, you know, event, disaster, tragedy, horrific, horrific thing that happened. And it's 20 years, I can't believe it was 20 years, but anyway, how it was. And we ran this story and we also aired a video called Never Forgotten uh, by Ryan Weaver. And, um, you know, I, I said to my team, I've got to have Ryan on the show because, you know, I was reading the background story about, you know, not just the the video because the video isn't just the music it is a, it's a it also has you know a, a documentary piece in there about you know what was happening on on the ground etc and then it, it weaved into that music and that was such a powerful message so so anyway uh, enough about me waffling about it uh, let's let's bring ryan on uh, ryan how are you doing is thanks for joining me this morning i truly appreciate you bringing me on it's always an honor to get to tell my brother's stories and talk about the honor and sacrifice of our heroes across the nation as a country music artist now, but with 21 years on active duty prior to this, I'm never going to stop doing it as long as I have a voice. Absolutely. No, no, no. I applaud you and appreciate and thank you for your service. Uh, as I always say to my, my fellow brothers, uh, in, in arms, um, Likewise. You, know, you, you were a U.S. army combat veteran, of course, you're an army here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, you're a two-time um, Gold Star family member uh, and also a country artist, as we just said, and you just said. Um, for, I, I know that, you know, the veteran community understands what a two-star uh, Gold Star uh, sort of member family is. Explain to my listeners who are not familiar with what that means, if you don't mind. 
I will. So my brothers, Steve and Aaron and I were all three aviators. Uh, they flew Kiowa Warriors in the Army and I flew Blackhawks. My brother-in-law, Randy Billings, was a Blackhawk aviator as well. So uh, all four of us didn't fly at the same time because I was no longer flying when Randy married into the family. But Aaron and Steve and I flew at the same time. And Aaron and I were deployed to Iraq together in 2003 and in two, on January 8th in 2004. Um, go, let me digress a little bit. Aaron was a, he was survived the ambush in Mogadishu that Black Hawk Down was made after he was one of the Rangers on the ground. He was a cancer survivor and was non-deployable. He got a waiver to be deployed, but he had to get bi-monthly blood screenings done for his cancer to make sure that it didn't come back. And he had to, when on one of those bi-monthly blood screenings, he was in the back of a medevac helicopter on January 8th in 2004, when it was shot down and killed everyone on board. I was deployed at the same time with the first armor division out of Baghdad International Airport and came home to his funeral. And that's when we became the first time Gold Star family. And then in 2013, on December 17th, my brother-in-law, Randy Billings, was piloting a Black Hawk in Afghanistan doing a reconnaissance mission when an IED blew off the tail boom of the aircraft. And uh, although a passenger was ejected in the back, the rest of the crew rolled down 500 feet of a mountain and nobody survived that crash, which made us a two-time Gold Star family. My goodness, I can I can't even imagine. Uh, and again, you know, you hear these stories, uh, etc. And and it it is a a thing that we know that you know. As I say, I was pretty charming. You know, you you go into a situation and you know that you know it's there. Are, there's a consequence potentially of not coming back. Uh, but it's it's always heartbreaking to have to you know listen to that. Um, you know. How did how did you say you were tw- 20 years or 21 years in active service? Almost 21. 20 years, eight months, and seven days. I'd be able to tell you the hours if I could remember when I raised my hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, you don't look like you were uh, you had 21 years in the in uh, in active service. So uh, you, you're looking years. good. Thank it's you. I appreciate it. Smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yeah, it's a filter. It's one of those I filters. Do. I, I have the soft filter on my. I don't ah, know if that's what that it is. You I'll have to, I'll, you have to tell like. me. Oh, there you go. I saw it move then. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. They, so so in, in that time, so you're, you're a country uh, artist now, country music artist. Mm-hmm. How did How did that affect you know, you being in the in, in active service, going through those you know those you know situations, emotional situations, etc. How did that affect your uh, music? Were you in music before, or how did that work? Well, in flight school, when I was going through flight school, I actually started singing karaoke and singing competitions because I was broke and trying to pay my bills, and I was winning, which it was something I found out late in my life that I really enjoyed doing. I loved it. And I was winning. And when I was restationed in Germany, there weren't any competitions, but there were karaoke, you know, singing nights at the officer's club, that kind of stuff. So I would go to those and just have fun. And when I got into Iraq, I was I started writing. That's when I um, wrote a couple of songs in Iraq. They weren't very good, but I just got started into the songwriting side of it. And then when Aaron died, I followed in my brother Steve and Aaron's footsteps my entire career. I mean, they went to, into the Ranger Regiment and got out and went to school, then went back to be warrant officers. But And I went military intelligence first in transition. But their standards of performance and everything that they did and how uh, amazing they were as, as soldiers were my level. Uh, if, if I achieved those standards on promotion, different things like that uh, in the military, it was always a, um, you know, a, a, a great accomplishment for me. 
So when my brother Aaron called me to go to flight school, I was stuck at her army recruiting station at seven o'clock at night on a Sunday after having worked the whole week. And he said, hey, the change of vision standards for flight school, you got to think about putting your packet in. So I did. And that brought me to flight school, which brings me back to the beginning of the story about music when I started singing. So, you know, I decided that when Aaron died that um, that I was going to start chasing my I mean, I had I was no longer there were no longer footsteps for me to follow in. Uh, so I needed to make my own path and do something that I truly loved. And I wanted to chase my dream in his honor. And then when Randy died, of course, that increased um, my motivation, having them in my corner to be as successful as possible, because we have an amazing country to chase our dreams in. And the moment that I made a decision to do it in their honor, a million pounds of weight got lifted off my shoulders. But when it comes to writing the songs, uh, I tried to write genuine lyrics. I didn't grow up on a backwood dirt road pickup truck next to a bonfire with the fireflies, a girlfriend with cut off jeans and flip flops, drinking a Coors Light on a riverbank fishing which is pretty much, every, oh, I did go to Friday night football games, but oh, um, there you go. yeah, I got it. I, I did, but I, all that aside, I, so I write about my experiences and, and the kind of stuff that I love and, you know, never forgotten was written uh, in Aaron's honor, but also in honor of two law, uh, a law enforcement, NYPD, New York fire department falling from nine 11, a border patrol that was a border patrol agent that was killed on a um, drug bus and the Dallas police officers that were killed in downtown Dallas from that, that attack in downtown Dallas. And we were able to tour across the nation doing that. I wrote that song, a, a lot of that song with Aaron in mind, of course. But as far as the military is concerned, I would say that the motivation and discipline and drive to be successful and keep focused on what I'm, you know, what I'm there for uh, really helped in the club scene, let's just say, because you're in the club scene and there's a lot of debauchery that could happen. And I tried to stay away from that as much as possible because I wanted to be in arenas with people singing my songs, not playing in the clubs for the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, what, one thing that's obvious when, when, when I have guests on like yourself is that, that, that discipline and that, that, that focus um, is, is instilled in, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the military. It really is. And then you can transfer that and, and, and people, on the civilian side, on the in the, in the private public sector as such, you know, they they need to embrace that and say, look, you know, these these folks out there, because again, business class news is is where this is being aired on, but our show is called Vets for Vets Nation Talks, but we talk about all the time on business class news about you know how people need to be focused and disciplined etc in the business world and music is the same thing you know you're mm. right there are so many distractions you know i i've i in my early days believe it or not i used to run clubs um club events etc over in london and manchester and and literally you can get um you know, distracted. So you've got to have that focus. So I applaud you for that as such. Yes. You know, what, one, one of the things I think the, uh, and, and you, I just want to say as well, yes, the, the, the video that I watched, it has, you know, it has all of those, those elements that you talk about there it, it rolled into it as such. And so that was, that was your, your first sort of real inspirational piece as such. What have you been doing, you know, recently? I see the photographs, and uh, are, they, are they the 13 fallen um, behind you? or uh, uh, So, so the, tell me uh, about your background and your T-shirt. So the shirt, the shirt is the 13 fallen from Afghanistan. It's with a company called Grit Gear Apparel. Everybody can go to gritgearapparel.com. 
search their new the new shots that the, uh, shirts excuse me search their new shirts <laughs> that was a tongue twister yep um on, on their on their main page and uh 100 of the proceeds are going to the families of the fallen the pictures behind me are essentially my life there's so many different photos in here from you know me touching my brother's headstone to my wedding to one of my concerts to um aaron and i in uh iraq randy and afghanistan me with charlie daniels when I did a show with Charlie Daniels. There's so many different things about my life. Someone was gracious enough to make it for me. Uh, I'm super proud because everyone gets to ask me about it. I usually am having my, I have my dog honor tags on uh, with me. Um, I uh, I actually, because I wanted to get the comm check done right. And we ended up chatting. I didn't get to put them on, but these are my I'll put them on now. There you go. I always, I always have them on to, uh, to honor my brothers and, um, they're a conversation piece. And this, you know, this amazing quilt behind me has become a conversation piece as well. So um, it's all about telling the stories. It's all about remembering them and making sure that they're honored in the way that they should be honored. And that's how I choose to live my life. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, everybody, everybody's life is a story. I mean, it's a, and, and the story can go in different ways and different chapters, et cetera. And I think it's important to say as well, you as an individual, and I'm not just saying you, but anybody out there, they, they can choose the direction that they go. Uh, and there are certain things that impact people's lives, and they can either take that on as a positive experience, even though it was emotionally distressful at the time, How what you do with it after that story. And and obviously you're now telling these stories. I mean, I know that you're, you're very, very vocal about, you know, what, you know, needs to be done as such. Uh, And, you know, what, what, what are you? I mean, I don't mind you talking about the, the the situation and what you feel about, you know, where we are today. Let's talk about it. Uh, Where do we want to start? Because I know we're, I know we're limited on time, but um, if you want to talk about Afghanistan, we could talk about Afghanistan. I mean, if we want to talk about the business side of things, we could talk, you know, that I, w- I was going to say when you were talking about the business side, not to get off on a, on a tangent, but um, the showing up on time is an underrated character trait in a lot of businesses and the music business is one of them. It's an underrated character trait. And we were talking about showing up early for, you know, to get the sound checks and all that stuff done. But the discipline and the drive and the entrepreneurial spirit of the veteran that's out there, we're used to overcoming obstacles and having to deal with things and, and figure out how to deal with those obstacles. And I, I prefer to call those roadblocks, turning them into speed bumps and the discipline from the military and our experiences in the military. Those are intangibles that employers really need to think about when it comes to hiring our veterans. A lot of folks understand that. But when you're thinking about less than one percent of the entire United States serving our country ever, it really becomes something that we need to get that message out to the civilian sector and all the other companies out there that can not just look at their the education piece, because you've got some folks that they've been deployed eight, nine, 10 times in the last you know 20 years to Iraq and Afghanistan and get they're on patrols every single day dealing with life and death situations and haven't had the time to necessarily get their bachelor's degree because they've been serving our country for so long. There's so many intangibles that can come from that experience. And I think it's, it's invaluable that employers look out, uh, you know, look out for veterans 
seek out veterans for employment and for the entrepreneurial spirit. I partner with so many different companies. I have my own cowboy boot line that's on the shelves of Boot Barn. Those companies have reached out to me because they see that I never stop. I'm always going and nobody's going to stop me. Nobody's going to silence me. Nobody's going to stop me. But um, yeah, I mean, that's that's one side that I really wanted to wanted to target because I know there are a lot of veterans out there that believe exactly the same way and are having trouble the military police officers they're like oh i can't do anything but get into a police job that's not true there's no. so many other there's so many other jobs that are out there and the resume that you have is invaluable to a lot of employers because they see innate leadership that comes from those experiences and i i'm, I'm hoping that you know with this podcast we can get that message out there to other folks as well well let, let let's let's home in on what you just said there because um you know what, what we're what we're finding you know we, we i i see you know, I'm the editor, publisher of of, of this of this uh, of this uh, this show and this 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 uh, website that we have as such, and I get hundreds of emails and 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 uh, stories, etc. And one of the biggest stories that we we we've, we're seeing at the moment is there's so many jobs out there, but not many people to fill them, and mm-hmm. it heart it gives me heartache to 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 read those stories and say, come on. There's got to, we have we have a, a talented workforce out here. We have our vets, you know, that are willing to work because that's what they're they they're used to. You know, they want to work. They want to put their effort in, etc. And so, the, the, as you say, the resume from a, a, from a, a veteran, a, a previously active service person, you know, it, it is invaluable. And we and, and we do want to get that story out. Uh, and yes. uh, and uh, I appreciate you, you you bringing that up, you know. So yes, you, you're right. Unfortunately, we only do have so much time as such. Um, what I'd like to do is ask you, you know, you, you, you're music artist. Have you what's what's coming out? What what's your next what's your next uh, um, adventure and your next uh, sort of uh, track that you've got coming out? If you have anything, yep. With well, first and foremost, everybody can follow every single thing that I'm doing at ryanweaver.net. We announce all of our stuff. My new single is on there right now. We have a single that we just released called No Second Chance. We did re release Never Forgotten, but No Second Chance is my song, Never Forgotten the PBR, Professional Bull Rider Zones, but No Second Chance just came out. We're going to soon be releasing the music video to that. And in the next month, we're also right before Veterans Day, the weekend before Veterans Day. We're going to be releasing a brand new music video on top of that called um, Let's Talk About Heroes. And the song will be on pre-sale shortly. But if you want to find out where to get it on pre-sale, when it's going to be coming out, ryanweaver.net is the best place to go to keep up with me. If anybody's on Instagram, it's ryanweavercountry. But all of my social media pages, Facebook, the same, are all on my website at ryanweaver.net. Fantastic. Well, I tell you, I, I really appreciate you spending the time because I know you've been real busy. You've been doing a lot of lot of talking uh, over the past few days as such, and and I'm really glad that we we touched on that business aspect, etc. Um, I'm going to put all the details on Business Class News and VetsForVetsNation.com. Uh, let's talk about. I'll put that link to your website on there, and uh, I want you back on the show, especially around Veterans Day, because you know we, we we're going to be doing some special things on vets for vets nation uh so um i'd love you to be part of that as well so that would be, that would be amazing especially with the when you we'll send this video over for you for a preview and when you watch this video it's going to blow your it's going to blow your mind and touch your heart 
It's an absolutely incredible video. The people that we have in this video uh, from a Medal of Honor recipient, Don Jenkins, who was uh, de depicted his his actions in Vietnam were depicted in Forrest Gump's character to Jessica Lynch, the first ever female in the history of American combat to be a POW. Both of them are in that. Diana Muller, who's a Second Amendment supporter, professional shooter and former law enforcement officer. We've got a powerhouse cast, but the song and the video and the way that we were able to connect the communities together, it's exactly how we're connected in real life. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you for your service. Thank you for all the things you're doing and getting the word out there. And um, I'm excited about this conversation and appreciate your time. Thank you so much, sir. Truly appreciate it. Of course, that was Ryan Weaver, of course, country uh, music artist. Uh, uh, and we'll, we will be showcasing that uh, that, that uh, website for him. So you can go and check that out and follow follow uh, Ryan, etc. And, of course, uh, he's a, a combat uh, army uh, veteran. So uh, I, I salute him. And uh, I, I'm so glad that we had that, that conversation. So as we always say, go out there, have some fun, you know, and, uh, you know, but be safe. That's the main thing. Be safe and have some fun um, and be respectful for others. So appreciate everybody's time and watching this and listening to us. And uh, you know, all the information about this podcast is going to be uh, in our website. So just follow that. So thanks a lot and uh, see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>